Welcome, 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 Real Stories Podcast listeners, to another episode of Real Stories with Graham and Brian. Yep, so Brian and I are here. We sat down this week with a great, like, I, I think, like a, a legend of Upper Sandusky <laughs> Sports, uh, which is really our first sort of like athlete episode we did, where it was just about this guy and his athletic accomplishments, right? We haven't done that yet. Yeah, I, I think you're right. And it, and I would go a step further and say that he's not just an Upper Sandusky legend. He's a he's a track and field legend. He is, yeah. I, he, I mean, in the track and field community, he has, he's well-known. He is well-known. He's been doing it since, he's he's been involved in track and field for over 50 years. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since he, you know, was in middle school. And is still involved in track and field. Yes. When he broke the world record in the high <laughs> jump in middle school uh, and then, you know, uh, became a world-class high jumper through high school and then all the way through college and, and then coached track for 30 years. Yeah. How many people in Upper Sandusky knew that the at one point the world record high jump holder was from Upper Sandusky. Well, we should not necessarily the world record holder, but the age group, age group. world age specific, record yeah, holder, right. uh, which is pretty awesome. Sure. Uh, so yeah, we're talking about Steve Scherzer. Steve Scherzer is an upper kid. Um, it, mom, dad, they grew up uptown, up above Pennard's Barbershop. Had some cool stories about that and being next to the alibi room. Right downtown. Yep. Uh, got into high jumping when he was a kid. Uh, was was mentored and coached by Gerald Swankhouse. Yep, we we got some Swankhouse stories out of There's this. Some Swank. Th- this really is our so far our, our most comprehensive Swankhouse story episode. for sure. For sure, we uh, ended up with we, we a also- guest coming in, and we won't say who it was yet. You'll have to wait for the guest. But we did have a guest come in. Uh, that also ran track in the 70s with Steve Schertz and performed at a high level. Performed at a high level and was also a Swankhouse disciple. Yeah. And so it was cool to get those guys going on Swankhouse. <laughs> and it was so much fun. Uh, we had a blast uh, in this episode. There's a lot going on, uh, you know, to unpack at the end. There's a lot of stuff mentioned. Yeah. Uh, the Marion Depot. The, yeah. You know, we did talk about the, uh, the Fullsbury flop. Uh, Ray Lewis was brought up. Ray Lewis. Uh, <laughs> there was a, a couple other uh, NFL caliber players too. Yeah. So yeah. we'll 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 leave that for you to to hear uh, Steve tell these stories. And Steve also, I should just mention. We'll, we'll obviously mention this at the end. But what a great guy. Yeah. Uh, just really cool. Brian, I'd never met Steve before. N- not a clue who he was. I, and frankly, when Graham said, when Graham asked me if I was interested in interviewing him, I said, I don't even know who he is. And, and yeah. when he started telling me his, his, no, you Googled him. I, I did. Yeah. yeah. Well, because you said he was uh, the world record holder for his age group. And I went, no way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure enough. Yeah. Brian's he's like, Oh my God, this guy is, he's awesome. the real deal. Yeah. So. I didn't, I didn't realize he was affiliated with upper. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a great story coming from uh, Wyandotte County. Yeah, a good a good sports episode that we hadn't really got to. But if you're into track, this is the episode for you. It's very cool. Uh, we're super appreciative uh, of Steve to come in and sit down with us. Uh, and we will get to the episode. We hope you guys enjoy it. Hey, welcome, guests. Uh, we are here today with uh, a guy who I've I've known about in lore for a long time. 
uh, as a as a high school high jumper, aspiring high jumper, uh, I always knew this guy's name. And uh, so by happenstance, he's here with us today. Steve Scherzer, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming on, man. So, uh, Steve, we'll just kind of ask you some questions about yourself. Uh, we were just talking off off the mic uh, that Brian and I don't know a whole lot about you. You're like a, a little bit of a ghost on the Internet. Uh, uh, as far as you're in the Wyandotte County hall of fame. So we knew all the information from there. Right. And then I asked my mom and dad some questions and I asked, uh, some people, some questions and, uh, everybody ha- seems to have, everybody's just like, Oh man, what a great guy. Like just a good dude. <laughs> and, and, you know. and normally we have two to three weeks to prepare for this, but since you were in town and we had the opportunity to do this, we'd, we really jumped on it. Right. And, uh, so, yeah. so we've had about a day and a half to well, kind good. of think about it. That's how long I had. So. <laughs> Steve, so you're an upper Sandusky kid, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, born in upper? Yeah. Kenton. Well, I was born okay. in the hospital in Kenton. Yep. Uh, who, who are your parents? Uh, James and Rue Scherzer. Okay. Lived up uh, behind Pennard's Barbershop. It's where I grew up. Okay. Oh, okay. My uncle Martin Dean was a barber in there with Al Pennard. Oh. Yeah. Are you related to Rod Dean? Yes, my cousin. Yeah. Okay, Robert's that's cousin, Rod's dad. Yeah. Yeah. Right, yeah. Martin and my mom were brother and sister. Okay, so you're a Dean and a Scherzer. Right, and then my mom raised Martin, his brother Darrell, my uncle Darrell, and Aunt Ruby. Their parents died when, they, when she was 18 and 16. Her dad died, and her uh, mom died at 18, and she took care of the three oh. younger siblings. Huh? They lived down in Marseilles. That's where my parents are originally from okay well that's why you're born in kenton yeah closest hospital we better get last names on these so ruby trout wine trout wine yeah. oh that's uh, trout wines. that's yeah. how miranda yeah. you're related to miranda right okay and correct me if i'm wrong but was she a librarian yes yeah okay yeah. I, I i saw a picture retired of her from up the library yeah i saw oh, a picture okay. of her a while back and i thought that lady was a little librarian yeah and I, and I never put the two together i didn't never knew her name i guess but uh Certainly knew her from the library. Yeah. yeah. So you have one sister, but then you were raised with those guys kind of as your siblings. Cousins, yeah. yeah. Well, Cousins, well, we but they lived them, with yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. So they were- Well, no, they were, they were older when oh. my mom raised up. My mom was just 18, 19 when they were, you know, oh. she was young herself. Very cool. Okay. So born upper- Lived behind the, you lived above the barbershop? Above, behind, and below. Okay. <laughs> it was a nice basement down there. Oh, we really? Played in, yeah. Okay. Nice. That's the, the same building it's in now? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's okay. always been there. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it's I, been. I, I, it's been there as long as I can remember. I didn't right. know if it I stop in there. and see Tom. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tom's a good guy. Well, my dad rented from Tom till he passed in 05. Uh, oh, okay. So, oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, so your dad just passed. I mean, I guess 05 has been yeah. almost 20 years. What did your dad do? What was your he dad's? was a correctional officer. Okay. Over at MCI. Yeah. And then worked part-time at the post office. Oh, cool. Okay. Was he and, a veteran? Yeah. yeah. World War II. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's how a lot of those guys got into civil service jobs. Yeah. And then he, he worked at the Marion Depot till oh. that closed. And then yeah. he was out of work. And that's when he got on with the correctional oh, cool. institution. What, yeah. what year did that close? 60, I believe. Was it that He was ago? out of work. And then he, I think he started there in 61. Okay. I believe. It, it, I didn't. I guess I didn't realize it was that long ago that it had closed. But that was probably a wartime kind of property. Right, they right? made equipment for the Korean War. Is that so, okay? Uh, yeah. 
And and for those that don't know, that was off. Was that off Marion Williamsport on the other, like west of yeah, or east I of? I can't uh, tell you exactly where it is at. I think that's. I think it was around that area at least. But it was a. And, and I'm sure the listeners, as you're hearing this, you'll be like, "Oh yeah, I know exactly where it is." But <laughs> or but they're like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a series <laughs> down by Mary Marion. It's a series of basically garage doors, right? Uh, dock doors for it's about as far as the eye can see it's, it looks like a factory but it's just right dock door oh, yeah. after dock door after dock door yeah yeah okay cool so you lived up above the barbershop went to upper and then um ran track uh which is kind of how i know you um but and i don't want this to seem like oh this is the only thing you've done because i'm sure you had a whole bunch of stuff going on <laughs> Uh, you played basketball too, didn't you? A little bit, yeah. With Steve Romick, was yeah, he? Steve, yeah, because yeah, yeah. I remember Steve Romick has told me stories about you. Yeah, being like a great basketball, just like such a good athlete. Right. So was this Marseilles Elementary School? No, we lived in Upper. You, so oh, that's right. You I went to East Elementary. Yep. East. East. Okay. Gotcha. My, yeah. my, okay. That's where my daughter goes. Yep. So you went to East, and then you end up at the middle school. Uh, I have this written down to make sure. So when you were in eighth grade, I'm just going to get right to it. <laughs> you broke the 13-year-old world record right. in the high jump, 6-1. I believe I was the youngest person at the time to clear six foot in the, in the world. In the at world. Time, I was 13, yeah. Uh, 13. And my assumption of that record, obviously – you obviously that's super awesome and it also sort of coincided with the false berry flop right 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 you were 68 he did the flop and then i thought that looked like fun you know yeah so you were do you were doing the flop uh, not initially okay okay I, I i did the western roll but thank god i learned to flop because i couldn't roll very high <laughs> yeah well nobody could yeah. roll nobody's rolling 610 right right <laughs> So, yeah, okay, so you're in eighth grade is probably, okay, yeah, so in eighth grade would have been, what, 69? It would have been right after. Yeah, So right, did seventh you, grade, yeah, yeah. Seventh grade, I yeah. started high jumping in the seventh grade. And was, who was your coach? Swankhouse. Was Gerald the, Swankhouse. Yeah, he, he helped with the junior high course. We all practiced together. Okay. He, he was still teaching at the middle school back oh, then? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and still phys ed, right. health, and, right. yeah. Right, yep. And then he coached high school track, but it kind of did you guys. Right, all we all worked, yeah, together. all worked together. So yeah, yeah. And you were probably better than all the high school kids too. Not really, not to begin with. Okay, so yeah. some of those. Uh, Dave Russman held the school record, and he was a senior. Okay, when I was a seventh grader, and uh, uh, Mike Bryceley high jumped, and 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 Darwin Parcel, and some of those. Uh, and they were Dang. at that time Dags one of our buddies too. And, and I would have to. They would they would high jump, and then I could high jump when they were done. Yep, because uh, they were going five four, five six, five eight, and Dave went six three. He held the school record before I, well, yeah. I broke it. Um, so they would make me wait on them, and then I had to cover the mat because we didn't have a porta pit. We had old foam, the foam with yeah. the mesh bags, uh, and, and, right yep, it was on like the tire base. It probably became our wrestling. I'd have to pit. cover that up. And then I'd have to carry the standards and the bar over across the shed because we practice or jump down there at the old blacktop. Yep. Across from the the old track down there, yeah. the junior high. Oh yeah. So okay. I could I got pretty good at holding both standards and balancing the bar. So I only had to make one trip to the shed. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh yeah, so those guys, so it's it's cool too that you're probably pretty good, but they're still like you're you're a kid. You're gonna do all you're right, gonna do right. All. I love it. I love how that stuff works. Uh, okay, so so did you know? Like, do you remember 
that day, clearing 6-1 in 7th grade or 8th grade? It was over at Marion. It was one of our first track meets that year. Yep. Uh, yeah, and they had a nice rubber surface. Oh, yeah. So Marion, that was, yeah. Marion Harding? Uh, I don't know. I think it no, it wasn't Harding. Okay. Just I some Marion at middle school. At middle Belgium. school, yeah. 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 And I can't okay. remember what middle school it was now. Yeah. Garfield or one of those. It, yeah. yeah. Uh, but you, and when you cleared 6-1, were you like, oh, I just broke a world record? No, I didn't. I didn't know it. I would just, you know. Those are the things that I feel like back then, that's where Gerald Swankhouse came in. Yeah, he, he did all the research. He was the he was the knower. He yes. was, yeah. man. Yeah. What a great source of information and just uh, you know, uh, we've always talked about just wanting to get compile all of his stories. Oh yeah. <laughs> and then go back and try to be like, okay, when he kicked this dog off this bridge. <laughs> Where, where was that? You know, where, where could that have happened? You know, cause it's, everybody knows all these stories, right? you know, and, and did he ever actually see anyone stacking pencils on the I don't know. Stacking BBs. <laughs> BB stacker and pencil sellers. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Stacking BBs. And on the know, sit there and visualize somebody stacking BBs, you know? <laughs> I, I've, I've, I've often wondered if that was like a, a, a colloquialism for something else, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think he really just saw or imagined people wasting time stacking yeah. BBs on the lawn. <laughs> doing something pointless. Yeah, doing it, something it, pointless. It, it'd exactly. be basically like uh, scrolling through TikTok, right. yeah. which is what he would say now. Uh, yeah. So cool. So then, uh, obviously, you had a successful, you know, middle school career. Then was ninth grade high school for you, or was it was ninth still grade? Yes. It was yeah. seventh and eighth grade was junior high. Yep. And yeah. it, and then you were in ninth grade, and then in ninth grade you went six four and a half. Right. If anybody's listening and you've never high jumped or been to a track meet, imagine jumping over your head and getting over top of something. It's mm-hmm. not. It isn't easy. So you're doing it as a 14 year old. You're jumping over your head. You're about six two. Yeah, six, I was about five eleven at a time. So really? really? So you're jumping six inches over your head. Yeah, I jumped six three that summer of my uh, eighth grade year. Now, in did an you, AAU meet, and then you then did. my first high school meet, I'll, I'll never forget. I I didn't start high jump until five eight. Mm-hmm. So we, I forget who we were competing against, but this. <laughs> guy had cleared five six and he one of his teammates walked over he said yeah i just won the high jump at five six and the guy said no you didn't this guy hasn't he even said, gone that yet. guy didn't even start <laughs> <laughs> so joe kraus a little younger than you and he kind of looked up to you and he said he remembers it was always guys would jump and they'd get up to five eight and, and shirts her and then you'd sometimes you'd stand up and then you'd be like ah, pass and then yeah. <laughs> sit back down and then a couple guys would miss and then somebody'd make it and it's like all right i'll come in and then <laughs> you'd just go up and like he said you'd made it seem so easy and you know if you can go six four going five ten right. which is about where most high school kids kind of maybe they make five ten maybe they clear six foot and you know if you can high jump six foot pretty good you know you're not right. bad at it then you're clearing it easy. I well, imagine. when I started jumping, just to get the you know the rhythm of it, I jumped a lot in the seventh grade. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd take twenty, thirty jumps. Yeah, just to kind of get the rhythm. And after that, I didn't practice probably but one day a week. 
once I had the approach down and, and yeah, everything. Like a, like a kicker. It just becomes yeah, muscle and I, memory. And I didn't take any warm-up jumps. I would, I would count you know, my 5'8 or 5'10 as a warm-up jump yeah. type thing. <laughs> and Swank and I always kind of determined that my sixth or seventh jump was my best jump. Anything oh, after that was... You were getting tired. Yeah. Huh. So... Yeah, that's awesome. So yeah, so you go five eight, five ten, six foot, six two, six four, and yeah. then you're then it's the real. Then stuff. in high school, I didn't start at at six foot. My senior, year, I didn't start anything under six foot. Yeah, so. that's so, fantastic. So so when did you when did you realize like at, at what grade I guess what age did you realize that you could you could make a go at this? Oh it, yeah, early on. Yeah, yeah. I was, so I like was, seventh grade, yeah, you, you realized it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Took it serious yes. and started really focusing. Training, yeah, I yeah. did. Okay. Uh, sat down in Swank's office, which was below the junior high gym. It was in the kind of in the basement of the old junior high gym. Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. One of those. And he had an rooms. office down there. And, then, and of course, there was you know, crawl space in, under the gym floor. Uh-huh. So when you sat down in his office, it sounded, if they were up there playing basketball, <laughs> oh, yeah. it sounded like they were coming in on you, you know? <laughs> But I sat down there in his office many hours, and he would be in there or be in and out, and I'd be sitting there reading everything he had, you know, every magazine, book every and, book, or yep. any public library, get all that. You know, you didn't have internet. Yeah. And then um, my mom and dad got me track and field news mm-hmm. in, in 1970, and then I got track technique, which, you know, talk about training techniques for sprinters jumpers whoever mm-hmm. just to, athletes yeah so yeah. i studied yeah i was studying track and yeah junior high never thinking about coaching down the line <laughs> yeah but, right. but but you know probably but clearly that was kind of your destiny <laughs> I, you know it's, it's interesting how i didn't know it then. yeah <laughs> probably barely thinking about graduating high school right, right. mostly just girls <laughs> yeah that's so cool to know that because uh, part of the myth that I've always wondered was how hard you worked at it. You know, yeah. it's, some guys, yeah. something just kind of comes easy to them, but it is good to know. Yeah. That you, no, I, uh, yeah. You were a student of it. Yeah. And I used to get dressed and run around town and I train at the park, mm-hmm. go down to park and run. Cause yeah. you also were, you, you ran the four forty four hundred. Yeah. Was it the 400? Yeah. I ran sprints. I ran 10, 600 yard dash. I was a, junior high record holder oh, yeah. in, in the hundred and ran sprints, but then you know, started muscle tightness and all that. So it affected my jumping. So yeah. I went with the 400. Yeah. Okay. A little less, you know, <laughs> yeah. stress. For sure. I thought well, until I ran it a couple times. What was yeah. your, what was your hundred time? Uh, I ran 10, six hundred yard dash, <laughs> you know, which is <laughs> then 10, three, about- maybe in, in high school. Okay. My freshman year, and then I went. I, I moved to the four hundred. Yeah, and then ran like a round of fifty. I a sophomore ran like fifty-two-five, and yeah, fifty. You know, fifty yeah. point maybe on a relay. And yeah, nice. So you're doing it. Yeah, yeah. Did you long jump? I, I tried to. Okay. <laughs> I, I never hit twenty feet. I'd get on the runway and look good running down that runway, <laughs> knees up, and hit that board, and then I went straight up and came oh, yeah, straight down. Too high. I, didn't, I didn't get the long. Trajectory is always wrong. I didn't understand the long part of it, you know. Just the jump. Yeah. So then you get to high school. You were four time state qualifier. Right. State place four times. Placed two time state champion. Right. Junior, junior and senior, senior year. Right. And you got second your sophomore year. Right. Barely. Right. To Ron Lauk's state record. 
He broke the state record. He broke to beat the state record. I beat him every meet. I was undefeated my sophomore year, mm-hmm. and he did the old Western roll. And he had kind of a, a, a trail leg always dragged. Yep. Well, we got in the state meet, and his trail leg was working pretty good. And I uh. thought, oh, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yep. So how <laughs> it, high was that your sophomore he, year? Uh, I went six six. Okay. Uh, six six and a quarter or half, and then Ron went six seven and three quarters wow. and set the state record. Wow. With the Western I, roll. With the Western roll. Now, he could flop, too. He, he, okay. he could do the Fosbury flop. He'd yeah. do 6'4". Was, was he uh, older than you? Or yeah, he was a senior, and senior? I was a sophomore. Okay. So he went out there and gave it his all and, right. and did it. Yeah. And I hated that for years that he beat me. But looking back, he had to set a state record to do it. So <laughs> I, I didn't feel so bad about it. For sure. And he just got inducted into right. the Wyandotte County Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. And Rod Dean. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. By this time... Are you getting like college offers by your junior year? Yeah, a few, but not was... a lot because all I did was the high jump. Yep. Oh, you know? okay. So you get, Just and I did have, portion. you know, some, I got a full ride to Moorhead State. Yep. Uh, University of New Mexico had offered me. University yeah. of El Paso. Oh, Utah. Uh, so, yeah. El Paso is uh, a nice city. Yeah, Utah uh, was. And Moorhead State was a good track school. Like, yeah, was kind of a known. In like, the OVC, yeah, at the yeah. time. Yeah, we could compete with Ohio State. And, yeah. Yeah. They yep. Uh, had some good, we had they, some good athletes. They, they still do, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. Well, right? they're, they're, they're. But, I mean, track just. Went, kind of went by. They cut scholarships. Okay. A couple years after I was out, they, you know, Title IX caught up with them, I think. Yeah, just didn't have the money to keep right. that. <clears throat> Is the UVC still um OVC, the OVC, they're in the OVC and all the sports but football. Okay. And in okay. football, they're non-scholarship. Oh. Um, I don't think they give many scholarships in track either. I think yeah. you know, they have cross-country and is, do is distance the o- running. The OVC still has a pretty good track uh, yeah, pedigree, for, right? Right. Yeah. But then they're in the Pioneer Conference in football, which is the only non-scholarship scholarship conference in Division One. Oh, okay. Yeah, good luck. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'd love you to come play. However, we can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we can't give you anything. Yeah. But uh, maybe if you're a good-looking TikToker or Instagram model, you could get a uh, right. nil contract. That'd be about it. Uh, okay, so tell me about your your junior year. You win your first state championship. Uh, did, I mean, you had to be pretty confident, right? Probably hadn't lost at all your junior year either. Well, th- at that time, I had a little back injury. We've oh. got a new porta pit that just came in and when uh-huh. those things came in they would expand you know they pack them yeah, yeah pack, pack them and they were hard uh-huh. and my i had a lower back injury so i really couldn't do much there for a while so i was tickled to win the state that yeah year. good yeah. okay and how high did you go your six five and tried okay. and tried six eight and a half but i hadn't i think i took one jump in the district and one at five ten, and maybe did six four in the in the region or whatever. So you were taking it, it easy. Ah, uh, yeah, just enough to get to the next level. Yeah, didn't yeah. want didn't want to show anybody how much right. you had. <laughs> and then you wanted at six four, six five, six yeah, five. five. Yeah. And then you thought, well, if I'm gonna jump again, I might as well try to break the record. Right, right. Yep. <laughs> okay. Then you came back your senior year, uh, and you were did you do anything in the fall? Were you a did you play football or anything? I like? played football my sophomore year. Okay. Uh, Played football my freshman year and sophomore year, and then basketball through my junior year. Okay, gotcha. And uh, uh, yeah, now my junior year indoors, I went six nine and a quarter. Yeah, that uh, was seventy three, and I had the second best jump in the nation that year. Cool. At, at, uh, so. <laughs> so, so just for just for our listeners' sake, what what is the difference really between 
outdoor track and indoor track. I liked indoor a little better because you didn't have the weather to contend okay. with. So it's just yeah, especially consistent. in northern Ohio. Sometimes yeah. you don't get good weather till state state well, track true. meet time. You right. Know. Yeah. And even then it can be cool. Right. And, you yeah. know, things are a little closer to you, you know. So yeah. no, no wind, no heat, no Correct. cold. Yeah. And that day consistent. I was jumping, I beat the college. I jumped higher than the college kids. And I remember <laughs> I was attempting six, ten and a half, I think, after I made six, ten and a quarter. And the guy was holding, the guy named Jeff Boland from Purdue, who was a big 10 long jump champ, was on the runway. And the guy was holding him up for me to jump because they kind of long jump come across the high jump apron there indoors and he said i'm not waiting for no six four high school high jumper and the guy said it's six ten and a half (laughs) and he said okay (laughs) i'll watch that was kind of neat yeah oh that's great see if he gets it all right yeah good so okay so then how does the transition to college go how how, i mean i know you did great there as well Yeah. yeah it just uh yeah, OVC, you know, very competitive. Yeah, I was runner up a couple times and third place a couple times. Okay, in, in indoors and uh, and out. So and you had you held the record at Morehead, Morehead State yeah, for six ten. Yeah, six ten. Did you ever in practice get seven? No, jumped mm-hmm. at it two or three times. Yeah, uh, yeah, a couple close, you know, misses, but never. Yeah, yeah. yep, but never could get no. it. Oh man, what what is the highest? high jump record uh, like olympics Today? or yeah college or or what is it now i think it's javier sotomayeri from from uh cuba i think it's still like eight foot maybe a quarter inch somewhere wow. in that eight foot can can yeah. you even like fathom i mean that's crazy i used to put the bar up valerie Bermel held the world record when i was younger and i would put the standards up you know, just to look at, see, see you how know, high do was. a pop up and see <laughs> yeah. if I could ever get my hips up that high. Yeah. Uh, you were correct. Javier Sotomayor. Yeah. Sotomayor. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Eight foot and a quarter inch. Yeah. In 1993. Yeah. It's the longest standing record I saw in him, the world right now. I saw him jump at the junior Pan American games. Oh. I, well, I had high school coaches go over and help with the meet. So, man. One thing my senior year when I jumped, um, I was defending champ, of course, and got to the track meet. I started at 6'2". So I did 6'2", 6'4", and 6'6". Well, the guy that was competing with me, Larry Poole, who went on to play basketball at uh, Ohio State, he had jumped, missed twice at 4 and once at – twice at 5 and once at 6'6". So I thought, well, I I got this. And the the week – the day before the – triple a jumped well another basketball terry burris had won his junior year and set a state record triple a six nine and got third the night before and i remember going back to my room think got a motel room and i think i'm not that can't i'm not gonna let that happen i'm yeah. not gonna get third so i'm at the state man this guy misses you know i hit two four and six and he jumped at six five and i just passed yeah at six six he missed twice he missed one at at six six, and I thought, well, I'm I'm going to hit six eight state state record and take it to the house. Well, he made six eight. He jumped before me and went six eight on his first jump. Well, they had to stop. It was six eight and a quarter. Of course, they have to stop the meet, get the steel tape measure out, mm-hmm. do all the measuring. I'm standing there thinking, oh, oh, icing you, man. No. no. <laughs> and I had a negative thought. I I thought if I miss, I'm going to pass these last two jumps to six nine because I couldn't. 
Because you, you no had use to. of jumping for if I went six eight and a quarter, I still got to go higher. Yeah. I'm not going to take a jump for second place. Yeah. So I missed. And of course, he was up first in the rotation. And as soon as I rolled out of the pit, I said, I passed those next two jumps to, to six nine. And he didn't know you could do that. <sighs> so he was up again and missed. I missed the next jump. And then he missed. And then I was down to my last last jump. And I made it. And <sighs> he, he didn't. And I. That's great. That's yeah. a great story. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you made your last jump of your. Did, did you then get. Then you went up. Did you go to six? Went to 10? six, ten and a half. And okay. yeah, I just. After that, it was. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you spend it on that one. Yeah. And then I went on to a. Uh, they had a uh, tri state meet, Indiana, Michigan, I think Ohio. And I took uh, second at that meet, went wow. six, nine. Did the same thing. I'd missed. Some guys made it. So I passed my last jump to six, nine and made it and took second at that meet. Nice. So. There's strategy in it, man. I mean, oh, yeah. Well, again, it was like six, seventh jump. And anything after that, I was. Yeah. You, 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 know, start, you start competing with another person also. Right. Right. Just yourself. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, long jumpers, triple jumpers, even your throwers, they six jumps, mm-hmm. you know, prelims you, and final. You know, and high jumping and pole, but it, it looks smooth and it looks like you're not putting a lot of effort into it, but it's. Oh, yeah. I right. high jumped. Now that you talk about <laughs> Swank House, I'll tell you a story about your, your dad and I. My sophomore year, we took sixth in the state meet. Your dad won the pole vault and I was runner up in the high jump. Well, for the district meet, I think it was in Elida. It was. And I missed the jump. I missed the bus. So my mom caught him out on 30, caught the bus out on 30, you know, and I got on the bus. You know, Take this swank. With you. I'm sure Swank had, you know, oh. we don't care who you are, shirts. Yep. You know, yep. we left. Eight o'clock is eight I o'clock. bet he left at eight and one second. Yeah. He's like, we're pulling out. So, so your dad, Paul, never showed up. He never got on the bus. So we get to Elida and they go in to have the scratch meeting and he's still not there. You know, you don't have cell phones. You yeah. can't just get yeah. in and call. But he he did show up when Swank was in the meeting. We said, man, you got to get in there before he scratches you. And that's, Swank went, probably wouldn't go scratch him anyway. If he didn't show, he didn't show. You know? Yeah. Oh, but uh, but we, he left both of us, and we went on and took sixth in the state. <laughs> yeah. Dad's told so me there, that there story. There you go. Yeah. 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 Swank House one. Yeah. He's told me that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Uh, yeah, you got to do that, especially if you have other kids. Yeah. You're not going to be like, oh, we're great. Espe- you know, honestly, probably because it was you and my dad. If it would have been some of the other kids are just, you know, pretty good. But like, oh, let's wait. Let's wait. Yeah. But no, nope, we're not staying for yeah. Paul or for Steve. Yeah, we're going to we're going to make a lesson out of this. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's great. So obviously your mom and dad were super supportive. Oh, yeah. Too, my which, sister. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's super cool. So, okay, so you, uh, so we're at, what year did you graduate from Moorhead? Yeah, 82? 78. 78. And then, 80, and then I went back and got my master's degree and got certified to teach. So. Okay, what did you at, major? At Moorhead still? At Moorhead. Well, okay. I, my first majors were recreation and sociology. Nice. So I, I, you know, I didn't know you were supposed to be working towards a vocation. <laughs> I was just studying what I was doing at the time. <laughs> studying track. <laughs> So then I went back and finished got my master's and got certified to teach. To I teach. realized I needed to go to work. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. And you taught geometry. Right. And th- so you moved pretty much right away to Florida. You Right. My, my college track coach moved down there. 
Okay. Uh, to to uh, he went to Winter Haven, and then we went to Lakeland, and oh. he helped a lot of us get jobs. If you were there in August, you had a job. Really? So, so Winter Haven—that's cool. that, where the Indians used to right, play, right, play yeah. their winter winter baseball. Yeah, Lakeland's got the Tigers. They've had the Tigers oh. over eighty years. They're okay. locked in for another oh, cool. yeah twenty Good. years. Yeah. Uh, before I m- get away from it, did you meet your wife in college in Moorhead? Yeah, that's why I thought yeah, yeah. Uh, like, she ran track. No, she no. was a nurse. Yeah, okay. just yeah, just met her on campus there. Uh, yeah. I wrote her name down. Tammy. Tammy. Yeah, yeah, Tammy. Uh, so met her. Uh, did you guys get married right right out after college or seventy nine? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. December seventy nine. Do you yeah. remember where you met her? Um, not really. <laughs> <laughs> she, just, she just was always she, in your life. Right, right. right. <laughs> Yeah, nice. Uh, but did you date? You dated in college. Right, yeah, after, college. well, after, yeah, at the yeah, end of college, yeah. Yeah. And I knew her a little bit before that, yeah. Yeah, cool. She dated another guy, so then. then, then. Just waiting. Uh, waiting <laughs> laying and waiting. I know how that is. <laughs> You're busy high jumping anyway. It's <laughs> <laughs> passing. Yeah. Yeah, I'll pass. I'll, I'll pass. pass. Yeah. <laughs> okay, now I'm in. Uh, cool. So then you, uh, geometry was, did you always teach geometry or just kind yeah, of math, math yeah. stuff? Yeah. I, uh, math, just basic math originally and some algebra. Mm-hmm. And then I liked geometry the best. And when I got into there, they. Uh, and they did state testing on that, so nobody else wanted to teach geometry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was one of the, yeah. you know, they scored. They're going to check you. Right, right. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, you know, actually geometry mixes in with high jumping. Right, yeah. I mean, it is a, there, there's the, sort of like, I always tell kids that don't like geometry, I'm like, well, do you think you're ever going to want to like build anything right uh or like you know do anything that requires you to find an right. angle everything goes yeah <laughs> everything fits together yeah. you know and i and i always found it to be easier than algebra or some of the other subjects but a lot of kids struggled with it you know yeah, yeah. i struggled with geometry but now i completely understand it's right. like now that i've seen spatial it, sense yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and sort of looked at it from a different view yeah. not just like oh i'm in a class and I, I don't really want to be here anyway. And, you know, and, and yeah, so now it's like, you know, and like you see, I'm building stuff on geometry all the time. Right. It's just so much <laughs> yeah. geometry. Uh, cool. So then you coach track and you coach some pretty good tracksters down there. Yeah. I had eight state champions. Nice. Uh, had a double state half mile champion in 85 and 86. He won the half mile. Um, and that's, that's no, uh, nothing to scoff at in Florida. Florida's a, a big track. State. Yeah. Had, oh, yeah. had two double state sprint champs, had one in 87, one in 100 and 200, and one in 93, and then had another 200 champ in 01, um, and a mile champ, ran 415. Oh, nice. In uh, wow. 05. 415 in so. a mile? Yeah. yeah. Did you coach your kids? Yes, I did. Yep. And that, of- that was great. My daughter threw the, she was the oldest, um, she graduated in 06. She threw the shot and disc and was a cheerleader, and then my... Uh, Son who was uh, graduated in 08, he ran middle distance. Mm-hmm. Now, my youngest son graduated in 2012. He was shot disc. Gotcha. And they would go when I ran track meets. My daughter started helping me run track meets when, because you couldn't get anybody to help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, she'd score them, but she'd set the meets up even before your high tech systems. Yep. She would get on the computer and set all that stuff up and score it. 
and then uh, do a little announcing. And I would, of course, clerk the course, start yeah. and announce too, you uh, know, sometimes, yeah. you know. Yeah. And, um, you know, I would restructure the meat a little bit so I didn't have to fool with the hurdles so much. Uh huh. Mm. You know, we, the 300 hurdles were after the 400. Yep. Well, I'd always move them in college, they ran them sometimes the first race. Uh-huh. So I would run them during the field first event. Yeah. At 3.30, I would run them and then set them up for the high hurdles while yep. the field events were complete. Then we'd run the four by eight. And then when we ran them hurdles and got them off the track. Done. Then I you was were rolling. Done with them. Yeah, yeah. I didn't have to have somebody, didn't have to have a hurdle crew set them back up and yeah. all that. So. In, in Florida, do they always run the field events up front? Yes. Yeah. <sighs> and, and when I started coaching, they had prelims and finals the same day. Mm-hmm. So if you had a sprinter, that ran 100, four by one, 200, long jumped. You could run five events, three running and two field. Oh, okay. And I had a guy that did that, high jump, long jump. Well, he starts at 1230, and he don't get done running at 200 till 9 o'clock. Yeah, it's a big deal. So I was heavy Jeez. training those guys in Oof. over distance. I did yeah. a lot of interval training. I kind of kept it basic. I'd start at three minutes intervals, mm-hmm. and we'd run 600s, 400s, and I'd start combine them 300 200 at the end though your sprinters kind of tailed off you know because they're not but they were in shape and i would get down my miler i had him down to 45 seconds rest running yeah Yeah. yep and those guys were in pretty good shape because a lot of times your prelim time was better than your final time because those guys were weren't in condition enough to ready to go and you're down there it's 90 degrees oh yeah 90 percent humidity and Yeah, so, and that was a little heavy training. Didn't have a lot of guys sign up for it, but the ones who did were, yeah, you know. Oh, tracks are great. I I love track. I somebody not too long ago was like, I hate track. I don't get it. I'm like, right. what do you mean you don't get it? You, it's a clear winner, right? There's no there is no referee, no politics, There's no politics. <laughs> no. It's who's fastest, who's right. the tallest, or you know who gets the highest. Right. Well, it's also a sport that you can do your entire life. I mean, you you can run, get out, and run, you're yeah. sure until you're until you can't run anymore. Yeah, you events. might not be able to pole vault your whole life. Although my right. dad, but, so when I coached track, you, you probably know this that. <laughs> There for a long time, there was no pole vault here. Right, yeah. This is like the bane of Swank House's existence. <laughs> right, towards the end, yeah, like yeah. everything he, you know. I don't understand why we give up points every giving week. Them yeah, well, I, yep. I did yep. the same thing. We yeah. didn't have pole vault. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. why people just got rid of it? Well, then? we didn't really have any facility to do it. Okay. I mean, we were running on asphalt tracks. Oh, yeah. Until yeah. I, you know, my last year was still an asphalt track. Wow. Really? We, yeah. We what had, was your last year? 2012 that i coached okay yeah Yeah. my youngest son you know and i had done 30 years and he you know we won the district and was region runner-up and i thought this is time to walk away good for you yeah no uh but yeah my dad so i coached track like oh five through oh eight or something just when then i started coaching basketball and it's just too much but we got the pole vault back uh in oh five and my dad uh was like i was like hey dad like no one no one around here even knows how to do this like can you come and help us like understand it you know and so he did and he he worked at guardian at the time and he got off work came out speak of the, hey why don't we take a break here real quick yep okay is my is that my dad yeah Uh-oh. Uh-oh. we have a guest coming in <laughs> on cue yeah so okay we will take a quick break and then we'll be back in a second
Okay, well, we're back. And uh, right before we took a break there, uh, we heard of somebody outside, and it was my dad. We have we, well, <laughs> we have a special guest in the we studio have a, with us. Our first ever, our first ever special guest on the to, podcast. Yeah. Uh, you don't oh, need to wear them if you don't. Yeah. And uh, it's my dad, Paul Treadway, uh, <laughs> who also was in high school, two years older than Steve. And Steve already mentioned that you guys placed sixth at the state track meet in 1972, just the two of you. Yes, two of I us. I think that you were winning uh, after day, day one because the field events. Right. So you Correct. guys had already got your points on the board on day one, and you guys are winning, and then you ended up. Yeah, we had 20 points after the first day. We two, were beating two first. Toledo Libby. Toledo Libby? Toledo Libby was the ones right behind us. Yeah. I think okay. they had like 18. Yeah. But then they surpassed us in the running events. Yeah, they had a good sprinter, Bobby Lawson. Was yeah. yeah, you guys, uh, Dad has confirmed the story of the district meet where you, you <laughs> both were left. You for both Dad. got left. So we missed the bus. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, could, you, could you elaborate real quick there, Paul, on uh, why you missed the bus? <laughs> Well, you know, I hate to really tell the truth. You know, uh, uh, no, that's fine. You don't have I to. I think we were out, uh, of course, back in the 70s. You could drive around and drink beer all night. <laughs> you could park anywhere you wanted. Right. You really, you could. And uh, that's basically what happened. Just overslept. Yeah. You know, in fact, my mom was beating on the door telling me to get up. Okay. Yep. And then I got up and hell was like nine o'clock. And then, oh, shit, I missed the bus. <laughs> oh, my God. So and that was your I, senior year? Yes. And I drove myself there. <laughs> yes. I did. Yeah. See, because I had a vehicle. And yeah. that was that was in Lima, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Elida. Elida. Okay. Which is Elida. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then you went on to win the state and you got. No, so you got second. That I would have been the year you got year. second. Yeah. Yep. yeah. So you guys had 18 points. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. I thought for sure you won that year. Ron Lauk beat me. He set the, oh, he set the state I record. Remember that yeah. name. I remember that name. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Do you remember a guy by the name of uh, Jeff Lenta? Yes. Paul voted for Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. But he pole voted at Mansfield Malibu. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And he was in class. See, that would have been class Division A. One. Yeah, Class A, yeah. I think, is what it was. Back then, it you wasn't were A. a. No, oh, it back wasn't? then, it wasn't A. It was one, two, three. Oh, okay. Division One, two, or three. Yeah. We were two. Right. And uh, Mansfield Malabar was Division One. Yeah. See. And he was the guy to beat because he went 15 4 oh, at yeah. the state meet. Yeah. And, and what did you go? What was your. Uh, 14 feet, one inch. Okay. 14, yeah. He went 14, went 14 six in practice a few times. So he was a full foot higher than you, or yes. about a full foot oh, yeah. at that time. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that's a lot. Yeah, yeah. That's, oh, yeah. That's, a, that's a lot now. <laughs> that's a lot now. <laughs> oh, yeah. It yeah. is. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. we did good for what we had. Yeah. Cinder track. Yeah. That yeah. was at the, at the middle school, right? That, yes. The track out yeah, there. Yeah, you still yeah. were at the middle school. Yes. It's still Cinder if you guys want to go. Uh, you had a Cinder track, a but you I, had I the secret weapon, which was Gerald Swinehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> if it wasn't for him, I don't know. He just pushed us. Yeah. He knew what we needed. He did. He did. He yeah. even put that thing in a gym for me. Yeah, pole vault. Yeah, it was uh, like a bungee cord. Yeah. yeah. Okay. He had that idea then, and all he did was go up and grab a hold of it and just act like you're pole vaulting on it. I would go up and grab it and go down, rock back, and get my feet up and pull at yep. the same time, and then 
Yeah, we oh. and he, 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 pole vault inside. He had it set up. Yeah, pole he had vault. it set inside. And you could call him anytime. I'd call him just randomly and say, "Coach, you want to? I'd like to hide. I'll be down there." And you'd get there, and he'd have everything set up for you. That kind of guy he was. I he had, was. I had a friend that uh, did AAU track meets with Swankhouse in, in middle school, Sam Best. Oh, yeah. And I, I can tell you from just from my experience being adjacent to it that Swankhouse would have done whatever you wanted to do and more. Yeah. Because <laughs> that, that's just how he was as a as a coach, I guess. Or oh, yeah. like if he he would always he he wasn't always the, the most uh, PC coach for sure. Oh, I, we always <laughs> joke like I wonder how long he could make it. He'd if be you, if you just him. brought him <laughs> in his form today and and had him teach how long it would be before there'd be videos on YouTube of him. <laughs> but deep down, <laughs> deep down inside though, like every kid that played for him or ran for him or did whatever for him knew that if they gave a hundred percent, he would love that child or love that athlete, I guess I should say. Oh, and, and, and for whatever they had, you know, he was just that kind of a, kind of a mentor. I guess. And, and, yes. Dad, and you- another thing to add to that is respect. Yeah. Respected the man. Yeah, oh, yeah. You, know. you had oh, yeah. to. He didn't take it otherwise. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> you didn't get a choice. Yeah, and was... he earned it. He just no, he it. earned it. Yeah, he earned it. He yeah. cared. Dip Copenhagen. Yeah, yeah. I'll never forget yep. coming in from running, and you'd be tired and, and thirsty, and you'd go to the old white porcelain sink to get a drink, and there's Big his dip laying in there. <laughs> Big three fingers sitting right there in the sink. You see that? I you know. Just get it and throw it in the no, sink and no. leave it lay there. Yeah. Just throw it on the ground at least. No. I have to say, to me, I think he was probably the best thing I've ever seen in Upper Sandusky as far as a coach. There's right. never been another swank house there. No, no, there isn't. He's a one of a kind. Right. He, and, you know, all his stories, That's a, like we said earlier, it's like you just wonder where all that came from. All those, that. his this ability to just tell a story. And yes, he just was fantastic. He was unique. For sure. And his boxing skills. Yeah. His Did kicking. he ever get you in the corner? No, but he threatened to get the gloves out a oh, couple yeah. times. Oh, yeah. Well, he had them Gold on glove a couple champion. times for me. Yeah. And he'd come at me, and, and uh, oh, boy, it only took him about two seconds, and I'm in the corner. Like, yeah. yeah, a couple guys would get into a little ruckus, and he'd say, you guys, hold on. I'll go get the boxing gloves. And he'd come out with a boxing glove, and then them guys didn't want to go after that. Yeah. yeah. See, by the he would. He had given up on a boxing glove. Well, he still talked about him, but he didn't have any in his office by the time I was in middle school. But he did have a set of uh, foam nunchucks that he oh. that he would get out and he'd start whipping really? them around. And he, you know, <laughs> so if, if kids got out of line, he'd kind of threaten them with the nunchucks a little bit. Was, yeah, it, I saw him when I was walking one time down at the Stepping Stones Park, and I was walking and I was walking behind it behind him. And I always look at people's legs usually and go up from there. And I knew it was Swank because he kind of was bow legged <laughs> and he yeah. had a bad knee. Oh, yeah. And he was had a cane and he's, uh, he had this cane that had a little, like a stiletto down in it. The handle came out and it was a <laughs> big knife. Yeah. He of said, that's he for if any of them deer come out at me. <laughs> yeah, the the two legged deer. I can hear out. him saying that. Uh, he's like a, yeah. another father. From to you. junior high on, I was around yeah. him probably more than, you know, my father. Oh, me my too. My father worked two jobs and, yep. you know, was yep. up before I. Yeah. Went to school and was working when I got home. You know? Yeah, yep. right. He was. He was Swank a, was a surrogate. Like a father. Parent, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Especially I have his picture still in my cabinet at home. Yeah. Yep. Right there it is. We had some kids in my class, too, that were uh, not, not great students, I guess, is the best way to say it. And he, 
he really took him kind of under his wing sure. and, and gave him a, a a father type figure to respect and and uh, mentored them a little bit more. And by the end of middle school, they respect you know, like Graham said, they did respect him because he he actually cared about them as a person, not just as a another student. Right. So. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good dude. Great yeah. individual. Good. Great. And, and you know, you ended up teaching and then coaching, and, and he is like a good he was a role model in that way of like, Oh, this is what you do. You just, you, and right. I could tell by when you were talking about training your track guys, like you, that's, you love it. Right. And it is, it's fun. Oh yeah. And you do get to see these kids like grow. And, and that's the fun part develop, of teaching yeah. and coaching, just watching kids develop and come into their own and turn into men. Now I see them years later and, and, you know, develop friendships with a lot of you yeah. know, that I coach, which is great. You know? Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. So, yeah, all right. No doubt. Uh, good. Dad, you got anything, any track stories? I sort of like people to know that story about my hair. Because oh, it yeah. was funny. Because <laughs> it was funny. You know, <laughs> here, here, here it is probably about a couple weeks before, or maybe the week of track practice starting, which was always, uh, if I remember right, January, February, April March. 1st. April 1st. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, this is April 1st, 1970. I, I, th I think I went to practice two, for one 72. week. 1972, yes. Okay. I went to practice for one week, and then I got called to the office some, one Monday morning. And it was Ralph Young told me I could not go out for track unless I got my hair cut. <laughs> <laughs> and how long, a, how long was it then? Not any longer than him. No. Okay. About like that. Yeah. Maybe yeah. the shoulders, yeah. 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 It was probably to my shoulders. Yeah. But I had, you know, bushy hair. Yeah. The, you all, you almost had a fro. Always, you, the yeah. black guys loved it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. It was <laughs> oh close to an afro. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> I got another sort of story. Afro, yeah. I got one more story I will tell after this one just because <laughs> of that. Uh, uh, so anyways, I said I couldn't pull vote because I had to get my hair cut. And I said, are you kidding me? I said, I'm not cutting my hair. I, what has that got to do with pole vaulting? <laughs> and they said, well, you know, we just want you to be reputable or whatever. And, <laughs> you know, we just don't think you should have long hair and be on the track team. And I said, well, guess what? <laughs> then I'm not going out. And I left. And then I went and got a job at Continental Hydraulic Hydraulic. <laughs> okay. Just because I said, well, I might as well do something after school. And so then I was working there, and then the next thing you know, Swank found out about it. And it was probably about a week before the first meet, because I never went to any practices. And uh, Swank went to the office, and he talked to him. And here it was a couple of days before the first meet, and then uh, and it wasn't Ralph Young that told me. He was afraid to, but Mr. Swankhouse come into the classroom and said, Paul, come here a minute. He goes, hey. You're allowed to pole vault now. You know, they said they don't care if you, they see that you're not going to get your hair cut. So, yeah. And uh, Mr. Swankhouse said that he had talked to the team and they discussed it that because I didn't want to quit my job. Okay. Swankhouse <laughs> says, Well, can you just come to the meets? <laughs> and he said he had discussed that with the team and they said it was okay for me to just come to the meets. Just show up on game day? Yeah. So that's all I did. <laughs> I never went to any practice my senior year. You serious? You ever remember me practicing my no. senior year? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's what I did. You know. <laughs> I remember the week of the state meet. It was like 
Tuesday or Wednesday. And Swank said, go down there and get Treadway. He needs to practice. So I to, you didn't even know what day of week it was. I said, you know, Paul, we're vaulting Friday. You might want to come take a couple of vaults and practice. This, this would be a good time to tell uh, your, your Paul story, Graham. Wait, what's my Paul story? The, the one you started before we had to cut for break about showing up to practice uh, when you first started coaching. Oh, yeah. So, Dad, so, uh, so this was 2005 or six. Uh, and it was, it was six. It would have been the spring of 06. Uh, and we got a pole vault pit and nobody knew how to use it. So that was what, right when you walked up, dad, this was what I, about where I was. Uh, and so I asked dad if he'd come show kids how to do it and show me how to do it. And you were working at guardian at the time. You're working at guardian. I remember you had a a hat on and you turned your hat on backwards and you had, (laughs) work boots and jeans and like your what i always say is like my dad's uniform which was like a short sleeve uh button up plaid shirt that's what you wore all the time (laughs) and and he's got work boots on and he grabbed the pole and he kind of goes well let me just try it and he went up and i think it was like an eight foot or something the bar was real low but he freaking goes up there at so i don't know so he was about 58. Yeah. Probably you're yeah. about 58 wow. years old yeah. in work boots and in work boots. And he goes up and clears eight foot on his first attempt. <laughs> ha- hasn't done it in 30 years. Probably. Well, he wasn't practicing anyway in high school. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who needs yeah. it? Yeah. So, some well, people, we'll it just see. comes natural. Yeah. Well, you, you, you and have... Jeff were twin. Uh, were you identical? Oh yeah. Yeah. That's what I oh, thought. Yeah. You guys you were know good basketball want, players too. Oh, yeah, and so could have been you. a good defensive back. Both oh, I know. Oh, I know. But see, our parents, wouldn't take us to nothing. Yeah. Didn't do anything. <laughs> we were just as good as athletes they as anybody. They touched your pole vault, didn't they? Didn't they? Uh, my grandpa, actually. My grandpa, when we used to go out to see my grandpa out in the country, they had a ditch in, or creek in the back field. Well, to- me and Jeff always wanted to get to the woods, okay? Well, uh, sometimes we'd go and we can't cross the creek because it's too deep. Well, one time we went back and to Grandma and Grandpa's, and Grandpa says, Hey, boys, come on, I want to show you something. We went back to the creek, and there was uh, three saplings, maple saplings, about that big around, you know. He goes, Now, when that water's too deep, or if you can't jump across yeah, there, you telling just that. take that pole and just go run and stick it in there and just ride the pole across and then leave it lay there. <laughs> and then on the way back, yeah. you got a way to get back across. So that's what we did. And we didn't know what pole vaulting was until junior high. Right. That's tough, man. It it's like you said, you pretty much learned to high jump in seventh and eighth grade. Right. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. that's when, oh, yeah. and that's when how sports are. And it's like, you learn all that stuff young and then you can just build on your body. And Measure you can, your steps. I mean, a lot of people didn't even do that. Measure your steps off. I knew where every foot was going to be. Oh, yes, yeah. you did. You know, yes. I mean, it was. Yeah. Honing your craft. Yeah. yeah. I can still see it. See you. Everything. <laughs> I did it just like you did. Yeah. yeah. See, that's how I did it. Yeah. Same way he did. With, yep. Without all the mental prep beforehand, right? The, the, oh, because yeah. you were out drinking with your buddies. Well, you before. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, as you're going to clear that bar, that's yeah. all you're thinking about. Man. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's all you're yeah. thinking about. I oh, do. Yeah. I love the high jump. I, I love it. Oh. Like you said, I love that. You're right. Like that. Hearing. Oh. Hearing him just that little drag on his left foot. Yeah. And up he goes. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. 
That's cool. Every time. It was nice. It was, you another, were an excellent high jumper. Another Swank House story. When I was in high school, he would give me the results. We'd have the dual meets. And he'd give me the results. They'd old mimeograph. Oh, yeah. And I'd take them home and call them in. He'd have me call the results in, and I got paid like $2 a meet, the Republican <laughs> Courier. And, the, yeah. and I'd get a check at the end of the year for $15 or <laughs> and, and what sometimes what he'd do, he, he would, you know, if you had a relay, he'd say, we got two outstanding efforts from you know, maybe Phillips and D-Tray. Yeah. The other two give us junior high efforts. efforts. So he would have those <laughs> names, and the results would be listed in the paper, the four guys that run the relay. Yeah. So you'd immediately stop and go look and see who those other two guys were. <laughs> he said, I'm not going to mention any names. <laughs> but these two guys down here at the bottom. Right. Yeah. I remember one time we were uh, at those a, was, uh... we were at a meet, and it was snowing. I mean, it oh, was yeah. cold. Oh, yeah. And we were beat at the meet, and we were getting ready to run the mile relay, and I thought, hell, I ain't taking my sweats off. Yeah. And we get ready to run, and Swank gets up on the PA. He's up in the press box, <laughs> in the warm press box. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, take them sweats off. We don't run in our sweatpants here. <laughs> I loved it when he got on the PA, though. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> he said whatever he wanted. That little cable, he called it the puke rail. Puke. <laughs> yeah. He had a section painted. Go wherever. Yeah, he was a awesome, awesome man. So he was, he was. Yeah, every time I'd come home, I'd I'd go always go see him. Yeah, yeah. And I still I still do now because he's buried right down there in Old Mission, right across from where my mom and dad's buried. Well, good. He he was my middle school football coach, and and his he every kid at that point wanted to become a kicker because he was trying to find a kicker. Yeah. And and he he was the old school like straight on yep no no off to the side or anything like that and he used to give those guys so his much wingtip shoes <laughs> yeah his wingtip shoes <laughs> yep yeah and then oh, he yeah. started bringing a, a set of uh, like he'd bring old kicking shoes out with him but oh, it was yeah. only like the right foot <laughs> so guys would put these shoes on and they were the square toes yeah yeah oh man it was it was fun to listen to him talk about oh, he was a legend man he's character so good. oh he's something else. he yeah. is a legend. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay, take a break. Okay, hey, we are back. My dad's gone, so it's going to be quieter now. <laughs> and, uh, but that was that was priceless. Yes, it was. <laughs> oh, that was fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, all right. So we're back here just with Steve now, and. Uh, so you've kid, you've three kids, all ran track, like we right. said. Like uh, my daughter helped with the meets, and my youngest, my oldest son would run even when he was six or seven. He'd run the mile, half, and yep. two mile at the meets. <laughs> yeah, nice. And my youngest son would be digging in the long jump pit oh, down perfect. there. He had <laughs> yeah. tunnels d- dug down there at the end of the meet. Yeah. My wife would run the concession stand, and we. You You're um, driving right, Amy, Stephen, and Adam. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, and she threw the shot disc, like say he middle distance, and then Adam threw the shot and disc. Yep. And then my daughter teaches with me taught with oh, me cool. um, at, at Kathleen at Kathleen High School. I started at Lake Gibson mm-hmm. in uh, 82 to 92 and then in 92 went to Kathleen. Yep. And then she taught with me and we coached my youngest son in the shot and discus. Oh, we cool. co- we coached together. She mm. coached cheerleading and weightlifting and we, and we got to, we got to coach together. So. That's really cool. And taught together. We had we had a great time. Is she a math teacher? 
No, biology. Okay. She had a biomedical science degree. Oh, very cool. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that's fun. My son, Simon, uh, will be a freshman this year, and I coach golf. And he's so this summer, we're kind of working every day and and hitting balls. Well, all of them made it to the state track meet. Did they really? Yeah, and my youngest son scored and shot put. Oh, cool. And a a quick story there. I was at a track meet in uh, Brooksville, and I had a high State shirt on. Mm -hmm. And we were at the uh, coaches meeting, and a gentleman came up and said, Ohio State. He said, where'd you get that? I said, oh, I'm from Ohio. And he said, where, where? I said, where at? I said, we probably don't know. It's a little place called Upper Sandusky. Oh, I know exactly where that's at. He said, uh, he used to do track meets up at Toledo, Toledo, Mm -hmm. you know. I said, yeah, and we talked a little bit, and he said, yeah, Sandusky, he said, they had a real good high jumper, was around forever, uh, won the state a couple of times, I said, yeah, Steve Schertz, he said, yeah, that's right, I said, that's me. <laughs> that son of a bitch, I know him. <laughs> and his name was Will Booth, and he was the state meet manager at the Ohio State track meet, and he ended up being the state meet manager at the... Florida State ah. tracked me. So he knew all my kids. He caught my daughter, went, made it to the state. We were down at Coral Springs and he uh, was re- helped run the discus. And he said, Scherzer, I need to talk to you over here. My daughter's all nervous. She says, Your dad's Steve Scherzer. And she <laughs> talked to him. So I got a picture with him. And, oh, you cool. know, that nice. was pre- pretty neat there. <laughs> It, it you know it's a small world yeah uh, and especially when you do when you do things and you do them well uh it, it people people remember you for a good thing and that's right. nice that's a great i, thing I think also have. if you just do things long enough it, it eventually comes right. full circle something good's going to happen yeah. yeah right yeah <laughs> even if you're just having fun out of it right. it's, yeah. yep yeah and you know you and you've been in the track and field world since 1968 yeah, 69, so yeah. 69 yeah i mean you've been around it and it's cool it's a it's a it's a cool thing and i also coach football oh okay i coached football for five years at gibson and five years at uh, head, head coach no i was jv coach okay. and special teams wide receivers oh that's the way to go uh, head when football I, coach when my first year at kathleen though ray lewis was a senior Oh. oh really? So I used to haul him home in the back of my truck, and, and my he wouldn't fit in the front. Uh, well, <laughs> he, if he got there first, was, I used to haul several of them home. But uh, he was a great kid. But he played, of course, middle linebacker mm-hmm. and was a good running back oh, in, sure, in sure. high school. I tell everybody, if he wouldn't have been an all-pro linebacker, he'd have been an all-pro running back. Yeah, he was I'm he was sure. an athlete, state champion wrestler. But his senior year, my I did JV football, and we still had we still have ninth graders. No, we had tenth graders. I think we'd moved up. We had ten, eleven, and twelve. And my quarterback was Desmond Clark, who played at Wake Forest, and yeah. then went on to the pros and played with Denver and Chicago Bears. Oh yeah. wow, yeah. So we would do goal line and plays from the 10 like twice a week with the varsity well our lower field was the baseball field where we practiced and then our upper field was actually the stadium so we'd go we called it go up top with the varsity and we'd practice well we scored on them one time early on well the head coach was a good friend of mine so i mean we had to stay there till they kicked our 
Yo, bunch, yeah. you know. And, yeah. And I told my bunch, I said, look, if we ever score again, you follow me out of there. We're, we're, running, out. we're running down <laughs> to the bottom field. So we did. Desmond got, we had like a fourth and one, and he snuck it across, and we ran off the field, and I didn't take him back up there. <laughs> I said, you all are on your so own. Wait, so Desmond Clark was your JV quarterback. quarterback. I always kid him. I said, that's why I quit coaching football. I had you on the wrong end of the ball. You were re- <laughs> receiver. And, yeah. And tight end. And I had uh, Paul Edinger. I don't know oh. if you remember. Paul Edinger kicked sure. from Michigan State. He kicked. Yep. The, oh, yeah. He, he was the one who kicked backward, right? Yeah, he yeah. turned his back and he kicked the five field he, goals against Ohio State. He sure did. Uh-huh. And beat the Buckeyes. That was about ninety-seven. Ninety-seven. I was okay, yeah. at that game. Were you? I was. Uh, I was. I, I was. That was the game that I flew home from Costa Rica, and it was that. That was the game. Was the next day. I remember yeah, that game really us, well. Knocked the Buckeyes out of the national championship. Sure did. Yep. We and, played uh, uh, Texas A and M in the bowl game. I think. Was Ohio that the year? State. I, I think Ohio State. Yeah, Aloha did. Bowl or something. And then Florida won the national title. Oh, did they? Yeah. Uh, that year, man, that so. was. Yeah, I remember Paul Edinger. He yeah. was a good kicker. Yeah, and then uh, Desmond's brother, high jump for him. He was school record holder in high jump. Dominique Davis played at East Carolina, played Boston College. Oh, wow. And then at East Carolina, he set several records. Now yeah. he, he's up in Canada. Yeah. Oh, so, cool. Yeah. Did he go 6'10? 6'8. Oh, okay. Six, so he's up there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, so how about your wife? Your wife, you said she's a nurse. Was she right. She retired also? No, she still works a couple days a week. Cool. Yeah. Uh, where at? Lakeland Surgical and Diagnostics. Out, okay. Outpatient surgery. Okay. But but not a uh, not a track star, not a... No, no. Kind no, of, no, no, no just athlete? Like, just followed us around and helped, a, you know yeah, like yeah. Say, helped with the concession stand she in town right now yeah okay yeah, yeah where do you guys stay when you come back out there at the motel the quality yeah when we come back yeah yeah yep. since my dad passed in oh you know yeah five mm-hmm. yep yeah there's not a lot of great and we don't stay you know we're not? here maybe three two or three days mm-hmm. yeah know. come back once a year or so yep yeah yep. see family yeah. yeah well we came back last year in the fall we went to Ohio state game Oh, cool. My whole family, we're Buckeye. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Once you're a Buckeye, you're always a Buckeye. And I, we had to put up with the Miami Hurricanes and the, and, <laughs> oh, yeah. and the Seminoles and the Gators. So, yep. um, All right. Well, good. I, I think we're, we're, we've used plenty of your time. You only told your wife an hour, so <laughs> probably, probably should go. Brian probably has to get back to work. I do, actually. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it, for, for those listening, it is about 12.15 on a Wednesday right now. So we, <laughs> we, we had this opportunity, but we had to squeeze it in, and it was worth every second. It was, yeah. Well, so, I appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, Steve, I thanks for coming it. on, yes. man. We appreciate it, too. Yeah. All right. Well, there is Steve Searcher for you guys. What a great dude. What a yeah. just cool. It's a cool story. That was a great story. Yeah, I, I couldn't. I, I didn't know that happened right here in Wyandotte County. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's just a sport, you know, like, I don't mean to say it's just a sports story, but like, it's one of those like pretty cool sports events yeah. of Wyandotte County. And I was a high jumper. I was not anything like him, but I was good <laughs> enough to like want to get better. And I knew that he was the gold standard in, in upper. Uh, I, I didn't, I didn't know so, him at all. Yeah. And, and I, I self-confessed was not a big track star. By yeah. Means. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, but yeah, I didn't, I didn't know of him. Uh the the cool thing is, uh, and, and this is something that you know we're obviously we're doing this recap a, a little bit after we recorded this session. 
but I've seen pictures recently of the new boards that are hanging in the that the uh, Rams boosters have put up in the yeah. hallway. Oh yeah, and his name's up there. Oh yeah, and I went, oh, I know that guy. So his, his name's. I looked it up. His name's still on the record board at Moorhead State. Is it really? Yep. Nice. He's still there. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he did something that you know in most sports <laughs> records don't last. Don't very stand. Long. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but that's he sells the record at Moorhead State. That's for awesome. The high jump. Good. So pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, a world record holder, uh, a, a, a four-time state qualifier, two-time pl- state and, champion, and right? placer every yeah. time, and then two-time state champion. Yeah. Is awesome. <laughs> and you know, I said it. I I didn't. I, I he's such a humble guy, really. Like he told that story. Like he clearly knew he was good at high jump, but he he he's not like oh, and I'm amazing at everything. Yeah. You know, he just like knew. Steve doesn't. Not like Ricky Henderson. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Steve can high jump. Yeah. Steve can high jump. So Steve was he was super cool and uh, yeah, just a a neat just neat guy. Yeah. Uh, and it's cool that he's coached. I do feel like he's in some ways he's a little bit he's like a, probably was a swank house type character. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Kathleen lead, High School a leader. Yeah. Just yeah. you know and and knew his stuff. Yep seems to genuinely care about people the kids respected him i'm sure yeah i looked up his kids his kids look awesome like seem like they're good you know obviously individuals uh but you know like had real nice track careers and now uh good adults good high functioning adults (laughs) i think what i enjoyed the most was was just hearing how uh you know in hindsight how nonchalant he can speak of just like hanging out waiting to take his turn yeah (laughs) like that's what i thought was cool that's that's the kind of stuff that you know, you're, he's, he's a humble guy. You're right. But, but when you're doing that in real time, that's, that's guts, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's real guts. Yeah. That's, uh, that's performing. Joe Krause said it, man. Joe Krause told me, he's like, he was the coolest dude. Like really? Joe was younger than him. And he's like, he was so cool. <laughs> like just, uh, and that's coming from one of the coolest guys. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah. Uh, yeah, just a just a cool story. I hope that everybody out there enjoyed it. Uh, Brian and I are going to keep putting these out. We've got a f- yep. couple more to do. Yep. Um, we'll kind of roll them in. We're not going to take like a big break like we did last year. We're just going to kind of keep rolling through into the fall. I think we had a we we had some time that we had to take off over winter for the play that we were in, and then we also uh, the the two of us have had what seems like a never ending string of back to back vacations between the two of us uh, so we've just been busy but they're not really vacations as much as just busy running things yeah we help with wine stock and help that's with wine a, stock that's a yep. two three week ordeal yeah. really and um that some of you may know my brother kyle's opening a brewery in upper sandusky it's probably maybe gonna be open by the time we put out another episode that's hopefully hope. And so that that's been a huge part of my summer. Uh, vacations might not have been the, the correct word, but obligations, I think, is yeah, would yeah. be the way to say it. Yeah. yeah. Either way, life's good. Life is good. Life's yeah. good. We appreciate all you guys listening. We, we hope do. that you continue to listen. And, uh, you know, again, subscribe, tell your friends, tell yeah. everybody. If you guys know somebody that you know would be a great storyteller, somebody that would be great to come on, let us know. Also, I'd like to give a special shout out to our friend and Graham's father, Paul Treadway. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, I saw you walking in and I thought this is the perfect opportunity. Now that you've been here, let's get you and Mary in here. For oh, I'd love to, to get him to uh, hear your story. Just so everybody knows that that was not planned. Not at all. Uh, again, like Brian said, this is a, it was a Wednesday afternoon. Yeah. My dad's retired. <laughs> my kids are home for the summer. Dad probably came. 
I think Dad did know we were doing the podcast. Yeah. So I think Dad knew he was coming. But yeah. He had not told us, and uh, it was awesome. Like just it was such great. a cool, and it was it was perfect time. It was it was the it was the kind of impeccable timing that only only a a boomer can do. <laughs> all the, the boomers they have yeah, it man. they got it man they it still got good. it and those guys were fun and they talked and uh they, did. Know, they talked about getting back together and so yeah this is super cool we appreciate my dad we appreciate steve coming on uh and we appreciate all you guys for listening uh to the real stories podcast it's been real <laughs>